and welcome to today's heartbeat. The title is God sees us and comes to our aid. And I'm going to share with you a story that many of you know. It's in Luke's Gospel, chapter 8, verse part, last part of it will start at verse 42 down to 48. And maybe you might see yourself a little bit here. Um, maybe you don't have quite the same circumstances as this woman did, but I can affiliate with how she felt, how, I guess, alone she felt, um, how desperate she felt. Because there's been times when I have, and maybe you have too, and you might hear what Jesus does for her and so what he does for us, what he has done and what he will do. So Luke 8, the start of the end of uh, verse 42. As he went, the crowds pressed in on him. Now there was a woman who'd been suffering for hemorrhages for 12 years. And though she had spent all she had on physicians, no one could cure her. She came up behind him and touched the fringe of his clothes, and immediately her hemorrhage stopped. Then Jesus asked, Who touched me? When all denied it, Peter said, Master, the crowds surround you and press in on you. But Jesus said, Someone touched me, for I noticed that power had gone out from me. When the woman saw that she could not remain hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him, she declared in the presence of all the people why she had touched him and how she had been immediately healed. He said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Now, I haven't been hemorrhaging for 12 years, but many of us have had periods that might go on for 12 days. And then next month it comes around again, next month comes around again. And often you can feel drained, uh, moody, full of pain. But maybe it's not hemorrhaging that's your problem. Maybe you've had not 12 days, maybe it's been 12 hours of pain. Could be 12 years like this lady, could be 12 months. Maybe it's cancer. Maybe it's, you know, your mind's unsettled. You've got so many, so much stress in, stress in your life. And you feel like you're hemorrhaging. You're falling apart. You've got no energy. You feel faint. And this woman had done everything. How many of you have done everything? You've, you've gone to all the doctors. You've researched all the things, the health things you can do to make yourself better if it's health-wise, mental-wise. You've, you've gone to the different doctors that can help you. You've put into place different, different things. What about an addiction that you've had for 12 years? You know, an addiction to, you know, even if it's um, spending money, not budgeting, multimedia, um, gossip, um, you know, addiction to gambling, addiction to pornography, whatever it could be. 
you know, and you, you sometimes get desperate because you know you want to get out of the situation, but you just, how do I do this? You know, maybe you've spent all your money to try and fix stuff up. You've got a business and it's hemorrhaging. It's not doing well. It's leaking, you know, money all the time or, or um, staff or clients or whatever it might be. And you feel like, Lord, what's going on? I'm trying my best. I'm putting in the hours. I'm, I've been diligently working. I've spent all my money. This lady did the same. And no one could fix it. Because what's healing? You can have the, the physical healing. You can have the mental healing. You can have spiritual healing. Whatever the aspect, emotional healing, whatever healing we may need. Whatever fixing up we need, may need. You know, people do fixer-uppers of houses. Well, we need this house to be fixed up. And only Jesus can do it. And this woman sensed, you know, when she heard he was coming, it was the right time. It was, Jesus was there. There was a, an opportunity. She was not going to not go to that opportunity. She remained hidden in the crowd because she wasn't supposed to be there. She decided, I'm going to touch his cloak. I might not be able to talk to him, but at least I can see him and I can lean in through and just touch his cloak, even if it's not his body, but, you know, the, the thing that he's wearing. Surely he can do something. She's desperate. And she touches his cloak and she is healed immediately, it says, immediately. And Jesus knew something had happened. The disciples are saying, oh, it's just crowd. You know, you're in lots of people touching you, pushing you. No, he said, power went out from me. The power of the risen God. And she then trembling. Was she scared? Maybe. Was she trembling because of what just happened? Maybe. Maybe the two together. She's she's been hiding all these years for 12 years she's been hiding or being pushed away abandoned out of society out of communication with people out of touch with people and here she is and she has to she decides I'm going to tell them yeah it was me and what does Jesus tell her we don't even know this lady's name we know she's been hemorrhaging for 12 years, so we know that she's from an age of when the periods have started, so she's not a young girl. We don't know what, how old she is, though. Did the 12 years start and she's still young, younger, or did it start later and it's menopause time and, and the lady's older, you know, 40s, 50s, 60s? I, we don't know. But we do know they used to call her the hemorrhaging woman. Have you been known to be the woman that weeps, the woman that laughs, the woman that's crazy, the woman that's so stressed all the time, the woman that's just, you know, downright rude, whatever, you know, the woman who's got cancer, whatever you are known for, do people know your name? Do they really know you? And what does Jesus say? The crowd know her as the hemorrhaging woman. Jesus calls her daughter. He is the son of the living God 
and he is telling her her place, where she is, who he is in his eyes. Daughter, wow, I'm father, I'm dad. You're my daughter, you're my beloved. And then states, because of what you've done, because of your faith, your belief, your trust in me, you have been healed. She believed Jesus could. She believed, I've done everything else. This is the last, last razu I've got. Do you believe Jesus can? I think sometimes we believe Jesus can, but do we believe Jesus would do it for me? We need to believe in Jesus. And he calls us daughter with kindness and mercy. And he will come and heal us in the right time, in the right situation. And uh, when she found out, you know, oh, oh you know, oh no, he, he knows, she didn't just walk up, she went and knelt before him. She respected and honored him. She knew who he now was. Maybe she suspected it before. Maybe she even totally believed it before. But now she really knows. And that knowledge within her spirit draws her to her knees. And Jesus tells us we are his beloved, his daughter. So God sees your situation. Dad sees you. He knows he will come at the right time. Keep calling out to him. Reach out and touch his cloak. Ask him. Say, Lord, I believe. Be merciful to me. And wait and see what he does. But know that your heavenly father sees and knows what you're going through. And he comes to tell you, beloved daughter, I will save you. Gives you something to think about, doesn't it? Let's just say a prayer of glory and acknowledgement to our Lord God. In the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, Amen. Loving Father, you see us. You see us where we are. You call us your daughter, your beloved. We thank you for that. And we thank you that we can believe in you and trust and know that you will come and save us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that this example was written in Scripture to show us, to show us how you treat us, how you love us, and how we just need to have faith and believe, and we will be healed. And we ask all of this in the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. See you again next week.